Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen. Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat, IGN's Nintendo show, also known as NVC. I'm your host, Casey DeFridis. I'm here with three very good friends. Tom Marks. Hello. Zach Ryan. Hi. Just to clarify, we're all good friends with you, but the three of us don't actually care for each they other. They actually completely hate That's each right. other. That's right. I think of us- Shut up, Sam. Long-term co-workers. <laughs> and Sam Long-term long co-workers. Um, this is, we're back in this room- where we, we used to, I used to host the show, and it was in this room, and I hate being back here. Why? And it feels terrible. 
And fun fact, I've been in here the whole time. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> let him out. Never left. Now, do you hate? Do you hate it because it's just like a sweaty hot box in here? Is that? I didn't even think about that part. Now I hate it even more. Mm. It even gets like that sometimes when you're in here. It, this is also the solo streams room. So when you're in here by yourself. Mm-hmm. And it still gets kind of warm. Yeah. There's actually someone yeah. streaming in the background right now. Yeah. Now, Casey, I noticed you don't have a custom intro yet, so you're working your way towards that. I'm working my way towards uh, that. Jose had welcome. And, yeah, I just uh, stole that's sort that. of, Yeah, that's I'm sort of stuck for the last few generations <laughs> oh, really? of okay. hosts. Yeah. Before that, everybody only said, what's up, everybody? That was all it was. Well, that's just until generic um, YouTuber. Yeah. Well, I think we started it, though. Oh. I don't think I, anybody ever contracted uh, what and is before I, IGN. I think Greg and, Miller actually invented what's up, everybody. <laughs> He might think that. Yeah. Um, I think it was Damon. I think that's a what's up, everybody. That, no, that could Damon be. Thing. That could be. So how, like, how about the this? cameras we'll just, turn I'll just off? I'll just emulate and the show goes someone different every day for, well, until I run out. What, what do you I think did about? Is I had writer people write in and I say what? How should we start the show? And one day a reader uh, or listener wrote in. Well, you should start it with Hey, listen, because that's what Nobby yeah. says. So we would say Hey, listen, everybody, and that's how we'd start the show. And I thought that was really cute. So you can have that, but you should ask people maybe how to yeah. start it. Or uh, we're gonna do a poll. Yeah, I'll pull. I was thinking, uh, let's kick some tires and light some fires. It's time for MVC. Mm-hmm. No. Let's shake oh. the trees and rake Vito. the leaves, little buddy. Vito. You're here in Astrodome City, and we're going to talk about video games. Yeah. Put those We got Smokey on our six. <laughs> so, I have a CB dictionary I can bring in. Uh, that should solve let's a lot do it. of things. Citizens. And for those of you who can't see us, I just want to describe what everyone everyone looks like today. That's literally everyone. Yeah, I know. Literally everyone. So Tom uh, is not wearing his bow ties. That was just for show. It's not true. Sam's mustache is gone. That was actually just a sticker this entire time. Since we started going to audio only, I just figured I'll just let it grow. Full, so full you might not look like a mustache beard. anymore, but it's it's more the mustache grew over the rest of my body, and <laughs> now it's just it's sense. like cousin it, but only from your upper yeah. lip. Yeah, yeah. it's Sas- Sasquatchian. <laughs> yeah, and and Zach's got a full on beer now, and so do I. A, a I full beer, a full, full beer. beer. Yeah, we're getting hammered drunk. Well, first all right. of all, we could be having full beers right now, but we're not like idiots. Well, that's true. I never, What's I hadn't considered that until just now. I mean, at least my drink is half percent alcohol. Please look, forward, please look forward to episode 449, where around the 40-minute mark, stuff starts to get real loose. So. <laughs> well, now that it's audio, I know you guys out there in listening land might have heard that we're doing this for a lot of different reasons. But one of them is so we could save lots of money and get a keg of wine. That's true. <laughs> we yeah. actually did get a keg of wine yeah. recently, which I'm very excited It's about. bad wine. It and is tastes like a It foot. is free. It oh, is yeah. good. It and is good free wine. Now let's use this in past tense because it went in like four days. Is it? Uh, is it gone now? Oh, it was gone the f- Thursday after the Monday we got it, which was already two weeks ago. That says a lot about the working environment here at IGN. <laughs> I feel. But like. maybe if we turn it upside down, we can get a nice glass of wine and some Krypton gas. Perfect. Delicious. <laughs> but hey, on that note, I'm sure you guys drank some wine and some beer in celebration for National Mario Day. What a segue. <laughs> that was a really good segue. <laughs> yeah. Which is March 10th. Yeah. And Mar- why why is it called Mario Day on yeah. March 10th? Mar 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 10. Yeah, Mar 10 looks like Mario. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. I was looking for like an origin story where like there was a game released that day. No, not no. find anything. Nah. All the games are in the fall. It's just the fact that the date looks like Mario, and also it's funny because this is like probably the I don't know third year that I've been aware of Mario Day. But the first time that I saw it on Twitter, I was like, "Why is everybody talking about Mar One O? What's going on on Mar Ten? What's happening here? It yeah. should be Martin Day. Yeah, he's a good uh, classmate of Bart's. 
If you look, what's at, Martin's last name? Prince. Martin Prince. Martin Prince. Thank yeah. You. If you actually look at the the holiday in the United States, like list of holidays, and they talk about Mario Day, and then they at the end they list here are some other famous Mario's that you might know about. Really? Like, <laughs> this this is not for them. This Mario is Andretti, the Nintendo character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no. Mario Lopez. Yeah. Who's who else? Mario Vitali. Mario Vitali. Yeah. Anybody else got good Mario? Yeah. That Your name is, is Mario. This this day is for you. That is literally two more Marios than I since, could have named. Since it's Luigi's last name, Luigi Mario. Uh, I guess I, I I don't know. Is that canon? Sure. It is in this office. <laughs> They're called the Mario Brothers. I don't know what could be more canon. It's yeah. in the title of the only game right. series that they're in. All right, yeah, all right, right, all right, fair. So I wanted to ask you is what what is your favorite Mario game? Oh, Legend uh, of Zelda Seven Stars. <laughs> what am I saying? Super Mario <laughs> RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. You, that, I just had a moment. Yeah, were I'm you sorry. making a joke or no? Okay? I just like literally hit my brain turned off. <laughs> Tom had some sort of weird Super Mario aphasia. RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. That's there you your go. favorite that, Mario game? Uh, probably. I love. Well, you're game. walking it back now. No, 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 no. I'm, That's I'm, a terrible answer, and you should walk it. Back. I what, think Sam? like Thousand Year Door is up there for me, but man, I love the RPGs. I really mm-hmm. do, and and I I'm, just, I just pick up my face palm. <laughs> <laughs> I say that as as people should know. I'm a huge platformer fan, but man, something about Legend of the Seven Stars just like has stuck with me to this mm-hmm. day. I memorized. I never bought that game. I always rented it from my local video store and I memorized which serial code it was because they had two copies and the save files was on the game board or on the game cartridge so I had to remember which serial number was on the barcode of the rented copy so I could keep renting it and keep my save I feel like I've heard you tell that story before about a different game no 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 it was about that one if I told it before too I, I you guys can't see when we talk about lost serial serial files yeah oh, I think we talked about it is one that's the one yeah, yeah yeah you can go back to a oh, previous right. NBC. And- yeah, okay. I take it back. I yeah. was, for those of you that can't see me, that's everybody, I was giving him a very suspicious look. <laughs> but you're right. That's what it was for. Um, my favorite Mario game is Super Mario World. I think I've said that many, many times on this show. You know, mine I, too. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Super Mario World is probably the only video game that I would ever say is a perfect game. As a perfectly made game. Every level is perfect. Every sprite animation is perfect. That's a perfect game. 10 out of 10, 100%. Perfect. And it's a perfect follow-up to another great Mario game, Super Mario Bros. 3. Yeah, I knew that was your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it did all the same stuff that it that did. And uh, I just like I like the worlds a little bit better, and I like the map secrets a little bit better. It's a little harder. And um, I don't know. The levels are really <laughs> short, but they're vertical. Mm. And I think that was like a cool Mario thing at the time. Plus that raccoon tail. That's good. It, you know what? It might be harder, and that might be a good thing. Yeah. I, 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 I did find Mario 3 more difficult than Super Mario. So Super Mario World was my first Mario game. Okay. That and I sense. went back and played the older ones, and I found those more difficult uh-huh. than Super Mario World. Yeah, the but GBA that, one? Yeah. Did you play that one? I, I played... Because <sighs> that had the e-reader you could add levels to. No, I played a, I played a Super Mario Land on the Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah, Super Mario Land and Super Mario Land 2 are on the Game Boy. Yeah. Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. That's, that's such, a, such a good one. Really good. <laughs> that's one. And you can mm. become Bunny Mario, which is really cute. And it has that level that like you go inside a giant Mario, and yeah, it's like it, all Legos an and stuff. Mario. Dude, I love that. It's so good. But, Tom, I'm with you. Like these Mario RPGs are really fun, and I really like them, but I'm, I'm specifically talking about like Paper Mario. Okay. Like um, Super Paper Mario on the Wii and that Paper Mario. That really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Super Paper Mario was the one that shook it up where it wasn't a straight RPG anymore, right? Yeah, yeah it's it, action. Mm-hmm. It was... It and wasn't turn-based combat. Levels into yeah, yeah, yeah. That game and, was great. And it's weird, a weird Easter egg in that game, which never you would never expect, is that the Mike Tyson's Punch Out code is in it. <laughs> what? Why? Yeah, I, I don't like know. Like the why. game code? Yeah, uh, you you have to enter a code to fight Mike Tyson. 
in Mike Tyson's Punch Out, the NES game. Oh, and that that code is in it. Yeah, and that code's like on a wall. I thought you meant like they it's put the really entirety obscure. of the source code of Mike Tyson's Punch Out. No, oh yeah, no, like, I thought that too. <laughs> yeah, that'd be more like Animal Crossing. Yeah, <laughs> where the first Animal Crossing, you just get a bunch of free NES games. Yeah. And so this year, we're actually getting um, a really huge art book called The Art of Super Mario Odyssey. I think it's like something around like 300-something pages. It's coming out October 22nd. It's going to be $49.99. And it includes concept art, preliminary sketches, and notes from the development team, and insight into early ideas that didn't make it into the game itself. Mm. I'm super excited The concept art is my favorite part about these books. Yeah, Yeah, like... I love Super Mario Odyssey. I love the way it looks. I'd like to see some. Like I'd I'd like to see like a, a art of Mario book in general mm-hmm. because like I know you're on the same wavelength. But like that early Mario art where he's like so round and so pudgy and like all the enemies are like <laughs> yeah. so funny looking. Like Everything's I love that like early '90s Mario aesthetic. Like especially the stuff that was in the manuals or like on the side of the uh, the arcade cabinet. And mm-hmm. so, so cool. But I think this book looks really nice too. From mm-hmm. a preservation standpoint, I'm so happy that there's like, you know, Nintendo's opening an archive, publishing sketches and like concept stuff mm-hmm. that could potentially be lost for their older games. We don't know because there was the um, Mario All Star collection for Wii and it came with a bunch of like really cool Mario stuff in it. And that was the first time we'd seen it. And it's like, oh, well, maybe they do have some archives, but. We don't know what their archive system is like, and it really worries me that you know there's stuff lost to time about planning and, and making these games. And well, it's and good that they're preserving it in this way. You hear about it all the time, right, where um, people talk about games just being lost forever because like developers didn't save the source code or, or it right. got trashed or you know the office got flooded or whatever it might be. The most recent one I've heard is like that rumor is really hot around Final Fantasy VIII where you know that's not coming to any of the it's not coming to Switch or any of the other platforms because that, that source code just doesn't exist anymore. Oh no. But that, who knows if that's true. It's probably not. That yeah. seems like a multi-million dollar game well, that they probably I mean, saved somewhere else. So. Yeah, it's an yeah. interesting idea and, and you know remakes can happen in lieu of that stuff. But you know I, I think it's weird that like uh, modders or emul- I don't know what you call people that make emulated games but like that help emulators work and stuff but they can put those things out really well and mm. sometimes it's messed up that you know companies that own the rights to those games are worse at emulation than people making illegal ROMs mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to see concept art of Odyssey specifically too because that was one of the most impressive things about that game to me is the the design of the worlds and how they realize these worlds and I am so excited to see all the ideas they threw away mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Well, like the, this this came up on Twitter recently just because I think of mm-hmm. Mario Day where it was like people talking about, you know, oh, there's all this content was cut from Odyssey. But it's like, no, like there's that much content cut from literally every game you've ever played. Yeah. And it's so cool for when developers kind of t- lower the curtain and say, you know what, hey, this is some of the stuff that we didn't finish or didn't work or didn't fit in or whatever reason uh and i love being able to see that and i'm excited to see that for a game that is so like its worlds are so good i'm excited to see like just what did what we almost got or what didn't make the cut yeah i think we see a lot of that kind of stuff in the legend of zelda series we've seen a lot of concept art remember that gdc talk from a few years ago after breath of the wild came out and they showed concept art of like a more modern looking link he right. had like cargo pants or something wild, and then like also they they showed off sketches of him riding a motorcycle, and everybody's like, "That's ridiculous!" And then that's what the DLC was, <laughs> and like, it was awesome. Yeah, it's like uh, concept art like that is really interesting because it's like looking into an alternate dimension or like an alternate timeline, especially considering the Legend of Zelda, right? Like you're looking at like a split, which timeline like, exactly? Yeah, <laughs> um, 
but it's also funny because like you look at something like the concept art for the Wind Waker and like Toon Link was not this squat little guy. He was like this awkward, like gangly teenager and that like could have been a whole different mm-hmm. game. You know, mm-hmm. I think that that's what's really interesting to me about some of these like design sketches and concept art stuff is just seeing what could have been. So this book has actually been out in Japan for a little while and someone posted pictures of what looks like could have been a Bowsette concept art. Oh, like a, a female Bowser. <laughs> OK, which looks very similar to the Bowsette that we've come to love. Are you sure it wasn't Wendy Koopa? Ah, you know what? Maybe someone just took Wendy Koopa and just took that. I don't, no, it wasn't. (laughs) I saw the picture and like. Wendy O. Koopa. Oh no, it 100% was not Wendy Koopa. It was a, it was a Bowser with a, with a princess look. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, that's out there, which is interesting. And Nintendo still won't comment on it. (laughs) Yeah. The comment is the art book, right? This this is their, their final statement is they're like, stop asking us questions. Here's all this stuff. So what do you guys want to see in the next Mario game? Well, that's a really good segue because I was going to put a pin in what you were just talking about. Uh, All those things uh, indicate that there's probably more Mario levels just in Odyssey that they thought were a good or a mediocre idea but not a great idea. And I just want more Odyssey. Like I I don't really understand why a year later we're not playing like a set of five worlds that Mario goes through and solves – Mm-hmm. cool puzzles I think every time we do these like direct predictions you know, when those come around it's somebody on the panel is always like oh this is going to be the time that we finally get that Odyssey DLC or you know those extra <laughs> those extra worlds and like that may or may not exist but to Sam's point you know like let's not forget that Nintendo has a tendency to reuse a lot of stuff or hold stuff in the back burner for a very long time and then you know five ten years down the road be like well this is actually a concept we came up with for X game but now we're putting it into this so. the fact that Toad has DLC this week or whenever it's out soon it's this week it's, yeah, I think yeah it's today actually yeah. which is that Mario Wednesday. Odyssey doesn't it's just, it seems weird to me and you know a toad, I don't know have you played we'll Captain Toad it it's pretty great yeah we'll is. talk about it, it did, did come out way before yeah <laughs> way, true. Before. way before so maybe they've been sitting on that for a long time uh, but in terms of perfect Mario games i know what i don't want i don't want new super mario brothers i really don't like that series mm. it's fun and it works but it's ugly and i, I don't want to play and it we just got a port with some extra content so yeah i'd agree fun. i want i want a another 3d mario uh, another odyssey or galaxy style game rather than or even 3d world right uh the, the thing though is i i want i don't know specifically what i want i just want nintendo to surprise us they're so good at this is very very difficult while Zach is taking a selfie uh, they're they're so good at just like sh- doing something I'm not going to expect like Mario in space right was like nobody really expected something like that when they did it and Odyssey was again surprising but a little bit more down to earth and I, I just want them to just do another weird thing with Mario because I, I think they almost always when they try to go stranger like knock it out of the park and make something that really really works and it still feels like mario right. and sunshine got a lot of hate but you know what I sunshine's it. great i just imagine every mario pitch meeting is them showing up late and then having like a panic attack in the meeting they're like uh it's mario but this time he's got a jetpack that's water or uh <laughs> he goes to space with yoshi like no, okay. you know? I, I think sunshine might be just as good of a game as odyssey Wow. And I definitely like them this time. I, I like Sunshine I like, a lot. Zach's I like space. <laughs> I like Sunshine so much though. It's mainly it's mainly that Sunshine got a Sunshine fell prey to the like new Zelda game trope of like it came out and nobody like everyone was mad at it and then five, ten years later people were like, Oh, Sunshine's great. What are you talking about? This game's awesome. And and I agree. I loved Sunshine at the time and I still do, but 
Yeah, I, I want them to just I do weird stuff again. That's a that's a really like just a common occurrence. I feel like in modern games in general, where things will come out and be critically or, or culturally derided, and then years down the road, you know, people will look back on it more fondly than they did at the initial release, and vice versa. You know, things might come out and people will be really hot on them, and then you know, a few years down the line, be like, ah, oh, that game wasn't actually that good. Right. Um, if you ever want to hear how much Sam does love uh, Super Mario Sunshine, uh, there's a really great episode of Retronauts. Uh, who they? That's just a really awesome podcast that that drills down on specific older games and they did an episode about super mario sunshine and sam was a guest on that episode and it's i, think I relentlessly defended it's three guys absolutely destroying and hating super mario sunshine and then <laughs> sam talking about how how great it is like it's it's a really good episode i mean i would i'd game. be down for super mario sunshine too and then they can take the concepts that everyone really liked and then just that's fix the type it of game which it. i bet nintendo just made and tabled <laughs> it's just gone Aww. it's out there somewhere like not worth there are such big gaps between 3d mario games mm-hmm. you know and i like the galaxy games but i don't love them and i don't think they're they're as fun to return to as backspace again just disapproval you know? i just, well, I, just I, I like the idea of having the, the kind of the hub world and solving puzzles and like kind of like unlocking secrets and stuff and galaxy was just like start run to the inline run to the inline run to the inline over and over again mm-hmm. and they did a really good job with that but it was more like super mario brothers versus mario world okay okay I, I, yeah i'll agree to that i guess those Maybe. 3D World games are pretty cute, though. I like yeah, those. I like that. Those yeah. are fun. So there's so many types of Mario game now, huh? Yeah, there's. If you just go down all the different the party, like, varieties of tennis, them. you just yeah. have. I mean, if all you had in your library were Mario games, you'd have a very wide variety. Everybody but I think loves Sam's, the last golf game. I think Sam's even talking about just like as as platforms. Just there's platforms. so many different. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I think like of Odyssey. Angle. Yeah, <laughs> I think of Odyssey as like a direct sequel to to 64. Yeah, like to me, that's you know that might as well be like Super Mario 65. That's a really catchy name. Uh-uh. Super Mario 128. <laughs> I love playing Mario uh, uh, so much. Uh, Mario 64 so much. We're playing in the office all, as like a team right now. We're trying to get to 120 stars by the end of the week. Yeah, you and, can tell um, that Pear is out of the office this week. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to do it as the true test. Um, uh, but uh, when, you, when I'm playing that game, I also know that like that could go. Like I could take. You know when they made it for DS, they added some stars. Like I would love a remake of that that looks pretty good, and then like add some stars for Switch. I mean that would be a really really cool remake to tackle right now. It's funny because this this is probably the first time that I've played Super Mario uh, 64 in since I played it on the DS, mm-hmm. and uh, it's wild how natural it feels to pick up that 64 controller and. Like Thank immediately, goodness, right? I, immediately I did a triple jump. Immediately I did a, remembered how to do a backflip or the stop and turn, and like it was just like, oh yeah, it's, this game is always, always going to be this good. It's yeah. weird how our muscle memory works for games that we played for like hundreds of hours oh, yeah. when we were kids. Well, it also helps that Nintendo kept those mechanics true fairly close throughout well, the series. That's the thing that bothers me about the new Super Mario Brothers series is like I feel like specifically that series, the physics are bizarro. Mm. Like that, that the gravity is a little different. It feels and so floatier and there's so much floatier. Yeah. Whereas like the 3d Mario's, I feel like you can always predict exactly where you're going to land and how you're going to move, you know? Yeah. So moving on from everyone's favorite plumber, the most anticipated game of the year, Labo VR. <laughs> but this is a, a announcement that we kind of missed last week because they announced it literally 10 minutes after we got out of the recording say, you probably studio. were in the studio when it was announced. <laughs> the recording curse, man. Yeah. I thought, I thought Zach was kidding. When he, <laughs> I thought you were joking. Oh yeah, because I was at home. Yeah, I was working from home on, last week, recovering from your wisdom teeth removal. Yeah, I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. Again. Well, okay. Everybody can hear the difference. Yeah, and my voice is much <laughs> higher now. <Yeah. laughs> 
Pure tea. But, um, yeah, it's coming out on April 12th. Um, it comes with, uh, there's VR goggles and blaster as a pack. The camera and elephant as a pack. And the bird and wind pedal. And I think the most interesting of the pack is the bird because you're putting your face into a bird butt. And I have no idea what kind of games are going to go with that. That's what the staff seemed to be most excited about. The bird butt. It was the bird butt. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the elephant face. I'm trying yeah, to see some, I'm trying to see what's in those too. birds' guts. Mm-hmm. But that's gonna, how you do it. We're going to get games like, um, like so Master Sword Attack and Star Fox Cockpit and some other games that go with it. I mean, I'll play a Zelda game with VR, right? Like, mm-hmm. which, whatever. Which thing good. do you wear? Probably the, gosh, I don't know. The, the elephant. Blaster? The, for, for, the, for the Zelda thing? Yeah. It's probably elephant. Probably right? the elephant? It's like the trunk is the sword or something Oh, like that. maybe? Uh-huh. I don't know. I guess we'll just have to find out. But I'm excited to see someone <laughs> wearing an elephant face on I, their head in the office. I am, uh, maybe this is the unpopular opinion, I'm extremely skeptical of this. Yeah. I am very excited about it, but extremely skeptical. Mm-hmm. Oh, the two PC fanboys in the office hating on the <laughs> Me and Dan, yeah, 100%. you mean? Yeah. yeah. If you want to read a full article, we have an article out called, um, Is Nintendo's Label VR Going to Be Worth It? And it's uh, Dan's negative opinion versus Max's optimistic, this is for kids and it's fine opinion and you should read it. It's a good piece. Yeah, if you want to see a full-grown man have a meltdown on Twitter about a child's toy, follow Dan Stapleton on Twitter. <laughs> Harsh, it was an interesting man. format for the article because uh, Max gave like an impassioned, cool critique of the Labo and then Dan just typed no 50,000 times. <laughs> and we published it. We just ran with it, you know. What are we what are we to say? He's our reviews editor. So yeah, so one thing I do? one thing I do want to say in regards to Labo VR that is not just hater 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 but trying to set people's expectations a little bit. Uh, this is a thing that you're not strapping to your head, right? It's like you're holding the actual devices up against your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like we shouldn't be expecting any big games with Mm-mm. it, right? These will These be like VR be, experiences. Yeah, they're going to yeah. be bite-sized things. If you've played with any of Valve's the lab stuff on Vive, I imagine it's going to be stuff like that, real quick, real quick mini games that you're playing with these yeah. things. I don't think we're going to be getting you know, super hot VR on no. Nintendo Labo or anything like You'd that. You'd probably have the cardboard fling off your face and break <laughs> yeah. your Switch. I mean, I... I, I it's an unfavorable comparison, but I really like the Virtual Boy. But it is this is the most like the Virtual Boy that, mm. Nintendo, that Nintendo's gotten in a long time. That that system you couldn't strap on your face; you had to uh, kind of crouch and look into a stand for it. You can tell they're they're not doing that. <laughs> I think they want, it, but that would solve a lot of the problems. But you know, they want you. I think moving one arm and holding it up. But like, mm-hmm. if you guys have ever like just held binoculars up to your face, like that, you get tired Never pretty have. fast. Like you get get, get yeah. five minutes with them looking at the stars at night or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, a counterpoint to that is that if they did make it so it was a thing that you strapped on your head, uh, some, one of the kind of like unseen design features of a lot of VR headsets is counterweights. They have weights in the back uh-huh. that balance out so that you don't have this big heavy thing pulling on your head. So if That's they a, just made it out I love of, it with like the strings down pulleys down to the ground. It's all like this cardboard contraption you stand in. Just the counterweight, the, the labo in your face. They already did that. They made you, they built the robot. The robot, it, I yeah. know. They could totally do it that way. That'd be pretty amazing. But the, the argument basically there is just that if they did make it where the thing that's strapped to your face, like it could get really tiring and comfortable mm. in a different way. So that wouldn't necessarily solve the problem. Now I'm worried about you specifically, Tom, because you're a big cigar smoker. And I'm worried if you have <laughs> if you have cardboard on your head like that, it could catch on fire. And it'd be really scary. So are you saying I'm going to be smoking cigars while playing lap? Well, I see how you review games. You generally have a big stogie in your mouth and you enjoy <laughs> yourself. This slander. Just slander. This and bridge builders. You guys just lying about me all the time. Sam also wrote that article about you smoking cigars, so it's also libel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It just says no, 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 and it has a picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about the tech specs, right? Like, I think that that's part of Dan's whole um, oh, yeah. tirade against mm-hmm. the, against the VR version. They're of, incredibly of valid criticism. You, you got, well, you got to remember, Dan is a guy who like saw the terrible early days of VR and lived it first. Yeah, we were all there, yeah, right. But like he 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 knows what it's like, and he's coming from a place in his article where it's like the original uh, Oculus dev kit was less than a 720p screen and I think it was the same or a lower frame rate and it was or or excuse me it was a higher than a 720p screen and it was the same frame rate it was 60 fps and it was like made you sick yeah well the so frame rate and the lower, refresh rate of a screen like that like that's what that's what sends the signals to your brain like hey you're not moving correctly and right. we should probably throw up and I, I assume that Nintendo has like they don't release terrible broken things usually so if they've Got, they've I probably got it to a place where it's going to work in bite-sized experiences, but I'm still like really skeptical. I, I mean, I have the faith in. I, I think you hit the nail on the head there that they don't release subpar right products. Right, they're not like, going to release something that just makes everyone sick. I think that they they are going to figure out the reason that you don't strap this thing to your head and and play through Breath of the Wild in first person. Like I think it's because they're they're establishing that this is specifically built for like bite size experiences, right? Like you're only supposed to be in it for a few minutes at a time or whatever the case might be. But like, I can't imagine that they would go out there and be like, this is a full blown VR headset. Like, please put this on your face and play, you know, super Mario odyssey. Like, yeah. Have you guys seen all of black mirror or a lot of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's one over overarching theme. That's basically in every episode, which is like, never let people install something that, that in your brain that will make you see things. Right. Yeah. There's don't don't let that happen <laughs> because you can't take it out. And I think yep. Nintendo probably saw those who are like we just need to make it really easy for people to get this VR out of their face. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also I mean it's a safety thing. It's also really interesting because I feel like every episode it's like, why did you put that in your in your brain, dummy? Haven't they said publicly that they weren't exploring any of the any VR technology? I sure. feel like I I want to say that Nintendo has has said that on record. Well, this is cardboard, Zach. So can you call it technology? I mean, they're calling it VR. Like <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, like um but I, I do think that that's interesting because we've we've hypothesized on this show like what would Nintendo VR look and mm-hmm. feel like? And uh I think Pear said it to me, you know, maybe even a month ago he was if they were to ever go VR it would be something to do with Labo. <laughs> and here we are. Hey, whoa. Like, yeah, <laughs> smart guy. So, moving on, we got an, an announcement for Dead Cells, which was our um, action game of the year last year. Mm-hmm. So, really high accolade. I think a lot of people really liked it. Um, we're getting the free update is coming on March 28th for the PC. We don't have the date for the Switch just yet, but it's coming with a, like, a new area called the Caverns, 50 outfits, 10 new enemies, 3 new skills, 10 weapons. One of the weapons is called the Boy Axe, which is a callback to God of War, which is fun. Oh, boy. Yeah. Boy. And an axe. Spelled with an I. Yeah, with an I. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I really like Dead Cells. I'm not a side-scrolling platformy type game person, but I actually really like Dead Cells. Yeah, this is a cool update, and and... In regards to date, usually these updates don't follow too far behind on the mm-hmm. consoles. So, you know, probably sometime early April, I'd imagine it comes to Switch. Maybe, don't hold me to that, though. Um, this is this is cool because not only are we getting a whole new area called the Caverns with a new boss, there's actually a whole, like, hidden area that is going to be, like... For hardcore players, Yeah, right? it's like a super hard area that is going to add an alternate ending to the game, which is kind of crazy and cool. Like, it, they're they're doing a lot to keep this game alive. 
yeah, I, I I guess my question about this is like, is this enough for you to want to go back to Dead Cells? Uh, personally, I, I I played so much of it when it came out, and when I got to the end of that game, uh, literally dropped my switch and was like, "Great, I did it! I never have to look at this game again." Because it's like so hard and so yeah. punishing. You like think your skills I, would be rusty too. Oh God, yeah. But like, I I enjoyed my time with it. But at the end of it, I was like, I never want to play this again. Like, I did it, I beat mm-hmm. it, and that's it for me. Like, Wait, how long did Jack? it take you? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's seven full weeks. Oh no, no I don't. What if I don't what remember. if what if I what if I say this? They're adding cosmetics. No, I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. You can make your character look cool. I do think it's cool that like a lot of those cosmetics, like they they talk about fifty outfits here, but I bet you like we get like exclusive stuff on the Switch. Do you like, you know, like a little Breath cool. of the Wild outfit yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. I just realized that I'm winking aggressively at you, but like nobody can see that. So <laughs> my threshold for returning to DLC, I've realized it's. I'm not trying for this, but it's so high. I, like Breath of the Wild, I played all the DLC. I mm-hmm. love Trial of the Sword. But that's like my favorite game in the, of the past thirty years. You know? I, I didn't realize you were into that game. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, but Resident Evil Two this year, I adore that game. I, I played uh, straight through the post game runs. I did all the tofu stuff, and then the DLC came out, and I was so excited, but I never played it. <laughs> that well, DLC that's, like just like, came I, out I, though. It was only like two weeks ago. Yeah, but I'm never gonna go back now. Why? Because like, we it's just different here. It's, like, it's different when you work in an industry where you have to play all the latest stuff. And I've moved on. I've played like three games since then. And I haven't liked any of them, and I should be just be playing Resident Evil Two. Well, a game, a game with the early yeah, access. Are you still playing Kingdom Hearts? No, uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> don't make him talk. I am about playing that. Devil May Cry though. Yeah. Ooh, uh, a game with the early access lineage of a game like talk Dead Cells Two is, oh man, uh, is you're, you, the nice thing is if you have a high threshold for DLC and updates, you can probably like I don't know if they're going to keep updating it, but you could probably wait another year and come back, and there'll be a lot of new stuff in and Dead maybe Cells. Maybe you get it for nine ninety nine with everything in it. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a free update, so they're going to keep as far as I know. This just one's free. Keep doing that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool. Free. Yeah. So That's probably neat. more and more will come. So if you don't want to jump right back in for just like a couple new areas, you could probably wait a little like a few more months and get more and more it's hard to think of like critically like what was dlc that really mattered that like we all like all agree that it's like man that was the way to do it it just doesn't happen that often yeah i guess zelda i'm trying to think of other games that came out with more dlc recently that i mean i'm looking forward to monster Hunter world's dlc later this year almost uh, everything I mean, splatoon 2 had a oh, huge expansion right. last year yeah. the single player drop for splatoon seemed really cool it was mm-hmm. really cool it was super yeah. cool uh we got At least some that's like a persistent game that people keep playing that yeah instead of like we got some dlc for mario yeah. are we talking um, switch only or generally no just generally it's just yeah. uh, which are this is a nintendo uh, thing. Nice. witcher 3 in its first year did 16 free updates um, and then in its the one with year, the fairy tale castle was super cool with the vampire yeah well, that's and then uh, after uh, that, uh, blood and wine yeah, yeah then they did so the deep. blood and wine expansion and then they did the uh, or hearts, of, they hearts, did hearts of stone expansion and then they did blood and wine and blood and wine was like a 40 hour game yeah. pretty much so there's a single player game with a ton of worthwhile dlc content dude yeah. the witcher yeah. is top yes. 10 and then people say that about skyrim too yeah, but I, yeah, it never pulled me back in. Except for the horse I got, armor. I, no, oh, how far that was, that was oblivion. That was oblivion. Oh, that was oblivion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll shut Skyrim up, though had the separate I, the whole island they added. Right, yeah. right, right. And they had a lot more dragon stuff. Yeah, yeah. They added the whole like vampire quest line. And it's all that stuff whole, on Switch. It must be right. Yeah, on the and added a bunch yeah. of stuff to yeah, your werewolf, it. so you could just like stay a werewolf and added skill trees to it. The Monster <laughs> Hunter uh, that'll be a big DLC, right? Yeah, that'll be. Or is it a standalone? It's big DLC. What's it called? The Frozen North. That'll be a big one. Iceborne. I was way off. <laughs> it's cold. The frozen Samsonite. wilds. Now it's for Horizon. Cold stuff. Yeah. 
the cold You're stuff, right. the cold stuff expansion. Mm-hmm. Hey, another game that we all really liked last year is um, Octopath Traveler, mm-hmm. and it's been confirmed that a new console game is in the works. And before that comes out, which is we have no idea when, this year a mobile game called um, Champions of the Continent is coming to iOS and Android. Super cool. It's going to be a free to play game. It's a prequel. We don't technically know if it's going to come out anywhere besides Japan this year. To be Mm. Yeah, but totally. given given yeah. the fact that Octopath sold so well mm-hmm. and was published by Nintendo, and t- Nintendo's moving, you know, like a lot of stuff into their mobile efforts, I feel like we we'll probably have a pretty good chance of seeing this Octopath game on iOS or, or Android. Yeah, I can in the agree. states. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. glad the style is going to live on from that game. I think it's super just, cool. They knocked it out of the park with yeah. how it looks. It's um, beautiful. I, I really like the idea of having like a traditional ish uh, RPG on iOS. Like I think that that's like designed for iOS, yeah. you know, like I, I, a couple of years ago, I played through a lot of Final Fantasy nine on my phone and like, that was fine. But the idea of having like a, a square developed RPG Made on iOS, like that's, that seems cool to me. I'd mm-hmm. love to play something like that. Yeah. yeah I, I wonder if it'd be that or more like, what's the most recent Nintendo mobile game that you. Dragalia lost. Yeah. Dragalia. Mm-hmm. Something more like that or the Fire Emblem where it's like, you know, a bite sized version has a lot of. Gotcha stuff yeah. in it. So yeah, gotcha here's stuff. what they had to say about the game. It will feature the distinctive HD 2D art style, an eight-character party system with command-based battles, a protagonist who is the, quote, chosen one, and will fight is against... Is this the console game or the mobile This is the mobile game. And um, you will fight against a great evil that has achieved fortune, power, and fame. I'm in it for the great evil. Say yeah. no more. And you're going to get field commands back like listen and steal. Sweet. So Yeah. So it just sounds like a a scaled down version of the original game but it's a prequel so that's cool that's I'm into pretty it. rare on a phone these days just to yeah. get like a single player big RPG game yeah yeah I'm we really interested in how it would work and if they're gonna have a gotcha style thing so to get more characters to add to your party mm-hmm. I'm interested I'm into it it's shocking that you'd be interested in a gotcha style game <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, I but you know, like console wise, like it, there, it is so much better to have that on Switch than anything else. Like it was yeah. great being able to play that on a plane and stuff like that, which I played mostly while I was traveling mm-hmm. and just sitting in anywhere I wanted to. And I don't know how much I want to be chained to a, a console and be playing a long RPG at this yeah. point in 2D. Yeah, I, this is the kind of game that I, I brought with me when I was on vacation. And whenever I had downtime, I could just pick it up and play it for a little bit. And mm-hmm. since it, I could pause and it's it so compartmentalized, style. right? Like you yeah. can go to any of the spots and like pick mm-hmm. up where you left off. I love that. Yeah, exactly. It was very relaxing for me. I liked it a lot, but I did not do those. So, Hey, yeah, I haven't, I haven't beaten it either. The only people in the office who beat it were Seth who reviewed it and, and Terry. Terry, Terry, Terry actually didn't boss. finish it. Yeah, She's she at the, last the last boss, boss still. Yeah. But she oh, really no. stuck with it. She played yeah. it for months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that was her game that she'd go yeah. and play and relax and play. And like, I thought that was really cool. I mean, yeah, I think I run into the same problem with Sam is that I'm trying to, I have to move on to new games faster. Mm-hmm. So I have less time to play games that I'm not specifically working on. This year has been cool. Well, I, I don't know. I, you can take this with a grain of salt, but with the exception of Resident Evil 2 and a couple of other things here and there, like, there hasn't been a ton of stuff that I've been really, really interested in playing. So I've actually been going back and playing some older stuff that I missed or, you know, so that's been really nice. Like Assassin's Creed? Yeah, I've been playing a lot, uh, a lot of Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. So, also, um, we got a Nintendo Switch Online update with some new March games, and we're getting Kid Icarus and Star Tropics, and that those are actually available now, mm-hmm. which is why our wiki traffic for Star Trop- Tropics is really up because people are looking for. Did walkers, you see that? Right? I, I think I overheard. Oh, you talking I was about saying it. P- the search volume is oh, okay. for Star Tropics uh, walkthrough. Hmm. It's, it was like higher than 
some other terms, which yeah. I was surprised by. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need it for that game. You need to walk through. It's very confusing. Uh, it's not that fun of a game either. It's okay. <laughs> Tell There's us pe- about it. People that played it like, early what kind on, of game is like, it? it's an RPG, okay. but it's more in the um, like um, accessible style that like comparable. It probably would compare favorably to Zelda at the time, though I don't think it's a Zelda like top down. Hit stuff, walk around, solve puzzles. So um, th- that game's fine. But uh, Kid Icarus, I thought was a strange choice because that's the one that should be released with extra stuff. And the Zelda 2 version that they released is mm-hmm. a s- brilliant idea. And I know we're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. But Nintendo did a 3DS version of Kid Icarus a while ago yeah. where they made him float Uprising. a little bit. Not that game. A 3D Kid Icarus. Uh, it was called uh, NES Classics 3D Kid Icarus. And uh, it was just Kid Icarus, Zach's and, you could, and you could put on the uh, the 3D effect and like draw into the background. You know? Cool, it was like rebade 3D Kid Icarus of the NES game, and it made you it added floatiness and it balanced a couple other things out, and it made it so possible to play it. It made it was so fun, but Kid Icarus like standalone is way too hard and not that fun anymore. Hmm. So I wish they had been giving it the treatment that as, as yeah. I'm sure you're going to segue into. Yeah, so, yeah, like, um, as Sam was saying, we're getting special editions of Kirby's Adventure and Zelda 2. And for Kirby's Adventure, adventure that means you start with a 100% game. What? what? Why? What did I just sure. say? <laughs> no, like, why would you start with 100%? That's it. This is funny. Kirby's Adventure, except this time, you don't have to play you it. You don't have to play it. That is a good roll. reason. <laughs> it automatically unlocks every difficulty of all the mini games. It lets you start a new game on hard mode. Uh-huh. And Which you need to do because the game the is box. too easy. It's yeah. really smart. So it lets you start already on hard mode. You don't okay. have to go through So it's it. the opposite of what they're doing with Zelda 2. Yes. With, with Zelda 2, you start with max attack, magic, and life at level 8. So you can start the game with everything maxed which, out so it's easier. Which I love. Like I think, Zelda 2, I think Zelda 2 is a cool game. But it took, and I know you have sort of a similar story. Yep. It took me like four or five attempts. Like I tried that game so many times, started it, and was just like, this sucks, it's too hard. And put it down and then come back to it like years later. Uh, before I finally got through it. And the idea that you start with max attack, max magic, um, a life level of eight, that'll make that game so much easier. You will have to grind so much less at the beginning. Um, and so those of, you know, the people that haven't had the opportunity to play through Zelda or if Zelda 2 or found it too challenging, like this is a great way to play it now. Like it's super cool. It's worth playing just to see cool graphics, uh, see all these references that other games make to it. Like all the characters in that game are names of places in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Like you wouldn't know that unless you play it. And then like there's a really, really good set of dungeons and puzzles and overworld that if you don't have to worry about dying, you can actually like learn a lot about the history of Zelda by playing that game. And it's such a different Zelda game. Like it's so, so different from any other game in that franchise. And it's really good music too. I tried playing this game for the first time when it came out on that, uh, the GameCube collectors Uh Mm -hmm. with Nintendo power. I think. And I did not get very far in it, but having this new special edition is really enticing to try and go back and beat it. It's, it's, it's not a super long game either. Yeah, you can yeah. get through it pretty fast. It's a wonderful game. Like it is, it's a it's a great, cool, interesting Shigeru Miyamoto designed game. That if you have like, any respect for the craft and like really want to see like what what all the options were when Zelda started, like that game is the weirdest, strangest spin off Zelda game. And the way I think to play it uh, before now was save states. Save states made it really, really much mm. more tolerable to play. And so now like this is a way to get around like this kind of obsessive save state version of playing which what i did also i had jared petty help me and, and if it was you guys just uh, i suggest you do that he was in the office at the time so i was able to say like yeah it was his favorite zelda game and favorite game of all time right 
No? Uh, I think Jared's favorite Zelda game, and I kid you not, is Twilight Princess. But he always says Zelda 2 is his favorite game in some context. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. Yeah, scheme. But uh, he uh, was able, but I I recommend everybody out there use that same resource. So when you get stuck in Zelda 2, just uh, at Jared Petty, and he'll help (laughs) you, he'll help you through it. Once a wiki's guide, always a wiki's guide. Exactly. So, hey, let's move on to some news. And so, I don't know if you guys are interested in this, but they released Fire Emblem Three Houses English theme, like on a a Nintendo Twitter. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to play you guys some of that track. I think, let's see if this works. All right. And it's not blaringly loud. I fixed it, Zach. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, we're getting... How do you feel, Sam? I have a single tear Sam. rolling down my giant mustache Sam just covers look- my whole body. Sam just looked like he was having a tough time. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting another game with an, an like lyrical theme song, like we did with Smash. And mm. this is something that's kind of new. And we did with Odyssey. Yeah, same thing. Okay, yeah. What do you guys think about getting theme songs with lyrics in them now? Well, as someone who just finished Persona 5, I am totally on board with video game songs with lyrics in them. I'm all about that new trend, if it's not even a new trend. But I, I don't know. I'm I feel super like it's cool new for it. Nintendo. It's definitely new for Nintendo. I'm yeah. cool with it, and I, I I think it's neat. It's like a very Japanese, very anime-leaning sort of thing. Yeah, like, all about it. Square, like the intro song. Square Enix has always, always done this. The first game that they did it for was Final Fantasy VIII. They did. Uh, they had a love theme from Final Fantasy VIII called Eyes on Me, and that was like the big time, the first time that I remember. Yeah, that's how it goes. Eyes on me. Yeah. Um. It's a good song, uh, but uh, they've been doing that forever. So, like, I think that it's really cool that Nintendo is doing this because it, like, it helps you associate, you know, so much more emotion, so much more like, oh yeah, this is the song from that game. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I still get it. the ten two theme stuck in my head sometimes. Sometimes. Sing it right now. Um, what can I do? Were they? That's the game where they're dancers, right? Yes, they are dancers, and that is the intro song. When I hear this, I'm it sorry just makes for my terrible about, singing. Uh, when you're at E3 and the Nintendo booth only has one song and loop the whole time, <laughs> and, and like the Super Mario Odyssey, dude. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey, you just so hear that constantly. That year, uh, you guys don't have not experienced like that level of of. I remember I said this to Tom. I was like, I never want to hear "Jump Up Superstar" again in my life. And he's like, Why? I love that song. It's so catchy. And it's like. For four days straight on the E3 show floor, because our booth was right across from Nintendo's, it was just Jump Up Superstar on loop over and over again. And I remember I went to uh, uh, their booth to play Odyssey that year, and I ran into a friend of mine who was working for their PR team, and I was like... Oh hey, uh, how do you feel about this song? And she was like, "I want to die. Like I just I hate it so much. Like, I just I hate because she was in the booth. Like it, yeah, it's yeah, like so working brutal. retail during Christmas time. You hear oh yeah, the same four songs over oh, yeah. and over again for a month. Who doesn't uh, love rocking around the Christmas tree though? Well, hey, maybe oh, this God. year we'll go to the E three booth and let, get to hear this song over and over on repeat. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, Fire actually, with themed E three booth. That's all they have. Do, so <laughs> this is something that I was thinking about earlier this week with um, Pokemon Fire Emblem. Uh, Maybe Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Those three. Well, I guess we have a date for Fire Emblem, or a date-ish. Link's Awakening. Yeah, Link's Awakening. So what? What is going to be the theme of their booth? Because the last few years, first it was uh, 2016 was Zelda, 2017 was Odyssey, and 20 Smash. 18 Smash. last year was Smash. Yeah, but it was. Uh, but the I'm last. Trying but, to think of it, well, it wasn't only Smash. Yeah, exactly. So they finally broke it up again. Yeah. It was like, but like it was. It w- it was an open stage set this year. Like in the previous years, they've had some more of like a close. Like 
2017, it was New Donk City, and it had the balloon and Mario. Those two years when Zelda it was only a... one game, I yeah. loved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like last year, they they brought back like you could play tennis on the floor and you could yeah. play other stuff, yeah. but it was you know basically themed around a stage. The they stage had, itself like, had the the big uh, key art with all the characters on yeah, it. Yeah, and then the they, had they had the weapons announced. for every single yeah. That was character. really cool. They had a lot more nindies at E3 this year, and they had Killer Queen Black, and they had a lot of oh, other... Killer they had so Towerfall good. on the floor. Maybe, maybe I'm misremembering that. I yeah. think they had go Pokemon back to Let's that. Go, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, they, the, let's go. yeah, but they didn't have like themed stuff on the floor. I wouldn't be surprised if they full Pokemon, but I think they're just going to do kiosk stuff. I guess this is a bigger conversation but yeah I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if this year was just no one center game and it was a lot of mm-hmm. little things yeah I would like so much for it to be uh, Pokemon themed yeah. just I think it'd Pokemon. be so cool if it was themed after that like major city with the big that's clock so, tower from yeah, the new exactly. the new trailer oh, that'd I'd be so, be so cool. into and, it and like the, the side panels would be like you know the countryside yeah that'd be awesome I mean, uh, they, they could just nail that theme. I mean the way that they did the way that they did Hyrule in exactly. 2016 that was, was awesome. absolutely nuts yep yeah, and they closed it, so you couldn't. You had to get in. And you had to go through. More you immersive. had to go through a shrine to get into it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh God, that was so cool. <laughs> I went to that booth so many times. Yeah, I, I went in I like two or three times. Sneak. I had someone like sneak me in just so I could like see it. You can't say that on a podcast. <laughs> I think I met you that year. That year. You did. Yeah, that was the year um, that I met you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you and Jared. Mm-hmm. It was a fun time. What yeah. a little trip down memory lane we did, yeah. guys. <laughs> nice work. But we were already working together. It's just we met in person. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because you started in January, but didn't move out here until. Well, that was when no, I was a freelancer. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, I was there. I was actually representing Gamespot's booth next to your booth. Mm-hmm. I was able to sneak away and then write for wikis at the end of the Can't show. Can't say Gamespot day. on an IGN. What were you doing? <laughs> what were you doing wiki wise at that conference? Um, Pokemon, Pokemon Sun. Shocking. Yeah. yeah. So I'd like be standing across from the Nintendo booth and watching them like announce all this new stuff while I'm like at the GameSpot booth not able to go to my computer and like mm-hmm. at the very end I'd like immediately go to the computer and update everything at night. Yeah. <laughs> See, that time. is a model freelance. That's how you get a job at IGN. <laughs> <laughs> Just nailed work. it. Work until your fingers bleed. <laughs> Just <laughs> Whenever something new happens, update it But then you get the job and you can just relax. Yeah. And yeah, Casey. Yeah, I'm just ta- like talk to me about Monster Hunter. How relaxing was that experience? I, I only worked like two hours a day. <laughs> no, fine. that was sleep. Oh, oh well. yeah, no, that's you're right. My brain's a little scrambled. But keg of wine. But keg of wine. <laughs> Empty keg. The of real wine. reason you work here. So really quick, I just wanted to mention that Twitch is playing Super Smash Bros. Ultimate now, and it is a complete mess. And it's, dude, I love Twitch when Twitch plays like this community well, Twitch stuff. Twitch plays Pokemon was the best. Yeah. It, it came with like the best memes that you. That was amazing it was great. time. Yeah, it was a good time. I don't know if Smash Bros. Ultimate is going to come up with the same memes because playing an action game as Twitch plays is incredibly difficult. And if you're mm-hmm. unfamiliar with how that works, people in the chat will input how, like what to do. So they'll be like press A or like hold help, hold up to like get around the map and yeah. do fight and it's usually and it half selects the time. one action like every couple seconds or yeah, something. Yeah. Like it's that. like whatever is being put in the most. Mm-hmm. So there's it's difficult to time it. It was much easier with Pokemon, which is like press A or right. like you would know how to Is there like a mode that this is tied to? Someone programs it. They're on they're in World of Light. They're playing World oh, of Light. Oh, that's what I was yeah. So yeah, it they're is in World the of Light. Player World of Light. Yeah, they're trying, trying to, to unlock all the characters. That's so yeah. that's gonna be so complicated because you have to go into your menu and like equip different spirits and stuff yeah, to so get some of those. Yeah, someone would be like, We're going like... into the menu and we're going to equip healing <laughs> spirits. All right, go. And then everyone like tries to And it's it. always fifty percent troll, right? <laughs> yeah. But I remember really cool. there was like off hours times in which it got like a little quieter mm-hmm. and the yeah. things got done in Pokemon during the best times. Four o'clock in the morning, Twitch plays. Yep. Um, there's also um, some really Switch 
Nintendo Switch has a really good deal going on until March 16th. So if you're late to listening to this, I'm really sorry. But um, I think the best deal is on Walmart. It comes with a third-party controller and some like Mario pins. Mm-hmm. But um, I think Switch everywhere right now is on sale. So Yeah, I saw that deal, and mm-hmm. it was like a Nintendo Switch, a controller, a game half off. And I was like, well, I have a Switch. I don't need a controller. I have this. And then it was like, and pins. And I was like, do I need a second Switch right now? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it's it's three hundred and thirty dollars for all of that stuff right now, and you yeah you get your choice of a Mario game for half off. Like, That's pretty great. So if you don't already have a Switch, this is a good deal. There's actually yeah. a surprising amount of listeners to NVC that write in every week and they're like, oh yeah, when I get a Switch, like you mm-hmm. know that'll be really cool. So me. hey, and we would recommend you get Odyssey or Cart, yeah, depending on your setup and your house. Mm-hmm. If you want multiplayer, get Cart. If you want a single player, get Odyssey. We're Party for that matter. Party's pretty good. Party mm. Party's good. I like Party for multiplayer. I feel like it was a little bit lacking in content compared to previous Mario Parties. I think the easier question is, would you, you recommend Party, party over Odyssey to someone getting uh, a Switch? Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's Depends. still a really have, fun Party game. you have, like, you know, a bunch of kids or something, that'd be fun. Yeah. Play. I would hope mm. Cart would be a better Party game than Party in every scenario. I hope. Because you can still play Cart single Party's player. Party's right there in the title. <laughs> It's called it's Mario Party. party. It's yeah, good for yeah, a party. Plus, you can flip that meat. That's pretty cool. That, I love the meat game. <laughs> you can that also cook great. the meat. Yeah. yeah. That meat cube. It, the Shake flipping, candy the out flipping of a jar. is the important part. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good game. But hey, there are some new games out this week. Um, first one, Tom, I know you put this on here originally last week, but we didn't get to talk about it. Valley. Yeah, I just, I just wanted a quick mention. We, I think we actually gave it like a five when we reviewed it. Our reviewer did not like it. And the. The opinion is split, but it's one to just take an, a look at. Like, don't immediately go run out the door and grab it, but uh, it's this game where you get this thing called a leaf suit and you can run, like, insanely fast. It kind of harkens back if anybody played Tribes. It feels very quick with that momentum. Is it 3D like Tribes? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so a you get, like, game. momentum and you're, like, going up and down hills. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, it's kind of like the fantasy if you've ever, like, that's a common dream people have mm. is that they figured out they could run and like fly. That's right. where those kind of game designs come from. Uh, there's a less mm. successful kind of life and death killing combat mechanic within it. Uh, and it's a pretty short game. It's only like three to four hours, but it's just one that in an age where, you know, a lot of stuff can get lost. It might be worth looking at. I know like if you go on Metacritic or open critic, the scores on it range from like nine to five, like it is really a divisive game. Mm. And so just take a look. Okay. And another game that's out today, which is Wednesday for us, March 13th, is Baba Is You. And I know we've talked about this a lot in previous episodes, and I haven't gotten yeah. to play it yet. Have you gotten to play it yet? Yeah. Yeah, right. Thomas playing it this morning when I'm I went over his All about desk. it. Yeah. This is the game of the words and the black screen stuff. Yeah, yeah you yeah. play as Baba because Baba is you. Well, unless you play as Rock because Rock is you. or Walt. Also, Robot is you. Or robot. Flag. Robot was me for a bit. Uh, there's a lot. It's a weird game. It's impossibly weird to describe. The The rules of the game are text on the screen, and you can push them around like blocks so and change the rules. You're essentially doing, like, super basic programming. N- not even that. No, that's what like, it is. <laughs> I'm with Zach here, and I haven't seen or played this game. It's it's a puzzle game, fundamentally. And it, programming is, like, but the I way you implies a little more freedom than a, this game has. But the way that the words are, are permutable like that allows you to switch the rules around, like, at, yeah. Yeah, at your own will. So maybe yes. that's a, a better way and to put like it. And it's, like, 8-bit, yeah. top-down-looking kind it's of It's very simple. It's almost like crayon drawings, okay. the art style. It's very, very, like, intentionally sort of childish-looking. Uh, I'm about two or three hours into it, and I... I'm in love with it so far. I know that there's apparently some people saying some of the like, once you get to the like 100 plus levels, right? You're like, it, it kind of isn't as amazing, but I'm really excited to get there. 
this is a game that has won multiple IGF awards over the years. It has been hotly anticipated for a while. Oh, the Imagine like, Games Fet work? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> It's quite a niche joke. Um, yeah, so it's it's a very, very cool puzzle game. Uh, I'm very excited to play more of it. I know, Casey... I'm super excited for yeah, this. And I've been really looking forward to Brian, it. Brian was saying he was looking forward to playing it, too. So, yeah, one to look at. So another game, or DLC, that's out today is uh, the Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, and it's out on March 13th. Um, the co-op update is free, so if you have that game, you can play it co-op now. And for $5.99, you get 18 new challenges across five new courses, and some of those courses are actually based on Mario Odyssey statements. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, Look, it'd be pretty cool. I am a Captain Toad evangelist. <laughs> I love Captain Toad. I think it's like one of the best Nintendo like IPs that's come out in the last few years. I think it's so smart and so fun and challenging. Like when you really like if you're really looking to get everything 100% that game, it's tough. And I'm just so excited that there's more Captain Toad to play cuz like I played it on the Wii U. I played it when it came to Switch and I blew through it. And so when I saw that in the direct uh, last month, I was just so stoked that, that, that they went back and added. Because I, I thought they were absolutely done with Captain Toad. Well, and this is one of those games that's a really good example of how Nintendo should be doing DLC. Where it's, it's by design, these digestible little screens with a bunch of things little going Little dioramas. On. Yeah. And so the idea of just like, oh, yeah, I'll pay five dollars every six months for more captain toad levels like i don't think they're gonna do that probably but it's so cool like i would totally do that mm-hmm. yeah also he's just so cute yes i t- captain toad for smash captain toad Ooh. has always been one of my smash let's do it yeah can you guys all do toad impressions no no uh-uh. i'm terrible sam give us yours i don't think i can either i what? just like what he sounds like what sam just was like it's me captain toad yeah. here i am hey <laughs> let's go on an adventure so hey, what are you guys playing? Uh, what can we talk about? Uh, well, yeah. So you guys can talk about Yoshi. Yeah, you guys uh, go first. Yeah, I've been playing Yoshi. Sam and I played co-op, and it was fun. I'll Yoshi's just back Crafted up World. what Tom says because I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Uh, yeah. So we, no, I do. We got Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah. Uh, there's a previews of folk just went up. Uh, we have a whole this month I, IGN first that's going up. So we've been posting levels that you can see exclusive levels on IGN.com, uh, and then. The game doesn't come out until, like, the 29th, so we have to be a little careful about what we say because there's different embargo-y thingies. Um, But it's super cool, and I've been enjoying it, and it's, like, it's kind of what I was expecting from Yoshi, a Yoshi game, right? Like, it's very fun. It's not overly complex. It's not overly difficult, and it's a cool Yoshi game. And where do you stand in Yoshi's story? Uh, I think Yoshi's story is great, and, where, and you two what think the, it's terrible. What did the office say when you said that? You no, not the office. You two sitting right here, Zach <laughs> and you Sam. Two. Yeah, Zach and Sam. We're like Yoshi's story is a terrible game. I don't know what you guys are talking. Do about. Not, I believe I do not Justin was in story. on that, and Damon was too, okay, okay, and fair, everybody sitting over there. <laughs> I think Yoshi's story is great. I think that music will be in my brain until the day I die. Yeah, and I I like all the Yoshi games. Um, not necessarily my favorite Nintendo platformers, but they're just like they're always reliable. I feel like they're just fun games. Yeah, the reason I, I brought it up is because I think that people are worried that this will be. And I'm worried that this will be too simple and be too much like Yoshi's Story, not enough like Yoshi's Island. Mm. But I played enough of it with you that I can allay but, those fears. I don't think it's like that. I think it's a, a, a I don't complex think it's a, enough game that that you'll be entertained by. Yeah, it. and one of the things that I've been noticing is like this is a very Nintendo style as well. Uh, basically, every level is some new mechanic, right, or new thing, new gimmick. Uh, and they start out simple and then get a little more complex and then get harder by the end of it. Uh, and then you basically don't see it again. And that's kind of 
it keeps this game, even though it is very simple and it is, like, I mean, not overly simple, but it is pretty easy. Each level is pretty easy. Unless you're it's playing always, with a friend and then it's just Oh, then it's just, chaos. Yeah, it's total chaos. It's madness. Uh, the, co-op, <laughs> the co-op is maybe actually busted. We played it's for like, a oh, long time, though. Yeah. Yeah. Is it busted as in too easy or is it just too chaotic? It's, no, it doesn't make it easier. It makes it okay. harder. It makes it very hard. It, cool. There's a, there's yeah, a really cool <laughs> There's a really cool co-op option where uh, if you jump on somebody else's back, then the person ri- – a Yoshi riding a Yoshi is a whole thing that I don't want to get into. But uh, you can <laughs> – the person – the the riding Yoshi, the rider mm-hmm. uh, is – Yeah, say more. Can, <laughs> can throw the eggs and the ride E gets to move. Zach is giving me eyebrows that are making me very uncomfortable. Um, and so you can basically play it double dash style where one person controls the movement and the other person controls the attacks and you just never need to jump off. Uh, but, in, but we never did that. No, we didn't. I don't know why. We just kind of because when you jump on somebody, you accidentally latch onto them and you lose all your darn eggs. <laughs> no, the jumping you don't. The when you eat somebody, you oh, can yeah, grab them right. in your mouth, and then that person literally just can't get away, and then yeah. they also drop all like their eggs joint, immediately, like joint finances. <laughs> yeah, that's an apt metaphor. It, wow. But, but, but instead of your eggs combining, you lose half your eggs. Well. It's like divorce, but you're is everything stuck okay, with the person. Casey? Yeah. Are you That's all right? what it's more I mean, like. You know, it's more like the divorce, but you're stuck with the person. Yeah, no, it's... you lose half your stuff, but you're still married. <laughs> you're closer than ever. Isn't that what happens when you have a kid? Oh man, I'm this sorry. is dark. No, I really I went off I, the rails was... on that. Um, I yeah, it's fun though, and I'm I'm interested in playing more and uh, talking about it more once we can talk about it more. But yeah. I can't wait for this game. I have such a, a soft spot for Yoshi games, with the exception of Yoshi Story. I don't like Yoshi Story, but uh, I loved Wooly Stinker. World, and this feels like a like a exact successor to Wooly World. So very yeah, it, it's actually funny how and I'm anybody who's played the demo has knows this already, but it's funny how much not making it yarn actually does change the mm-hmm. gameplay mm-hmm. because there's none of that throw the ball at the make the platform like mm-hmm. all that stuff is gone. It's much more like a traditional Yoshi game in the mechanics now. Yeah. It worries me. Not to, I shouldn't say it worries me. Uh, here's an interesting thing: Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild and Splatoon and Mario Kart are all these giant successors to great games. Yoshi's Story or Yoshi, what's it called? Crafted, Crafted World, World is not. It's just like another Time out. Yoshi just another game. Thing. Time out. It's a direct sequel to Yoshi's Woolly World, which is a great game. Yeah, that's fine. But it's not expanding on it in some like um, amazing like revolutionary way. It's just another one. It it feels a bit Nintendo cookie cutter, and that feels, doesn't mean yeah, it's a feels, bad which game. Which was another exactly. Yoshi's game. Yoshi's, Yoshi's cookie, cookie cutter. <laughs> no, but it's more of a copy than like a, an iteration, and that's fine. But it's almost like we're seeing now that Switch has, you know, console games like Breath of the Wild, and it has handheld games like this game. And I think there's like. The, both, Nintendo has you know, development uh, wings that can do both those and make kind of simpler, fun you know, popcorn games and these giant, massive, sprawling games. And this just isn't the giant, massive, sprawling game. Yeah. It just isn't. I mean, I think there's audiences for both of those, right? Like, Absolutely. I know that... Uh, there used to be consoles for both of those. There used to be a, a well, 3DS yeah. and a Wii. And that's why I think it's a little bit weird that they're combined now and we're going to start seeing more... You know, varied I think, experience. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people in the office had a similar reaction to Kirby last year, and I, I, I really loved exactly. Kirby. But a lot of people are like, "Well, it's just, like, it's just more Kirby." I'm like, yeah, those games are like they represent a second tier of Nintendo that I feel like aren't mind blowing or like like you know they don't break the mold, but they do offer a similarly solid experience, and therefore like 
big Nintendo They're fans good. like us. Like, yeah, the, just, the weird thing for me is that Kirby's always been garbage, but Yoshi's what? Island, the first game, is so Why good. Why do we even invite you on this show? <laughs> Yoshi's Island is such a good game. It was so a, is Kirby. So is Kirby. Which Kirby? Any All of, them. of them. Most yeah. of them. It's like Superstar. Most Kirby's are Superstar good. Superstar is like. Are, keep amazing. cutting it down to the ones that matter. Superstar. Give me a break. Superstar is great. Great Cave Offensive. Great Cave That's Offensive. That's the only Milky good Way. thing in no, it. No, Milky Way Galaxy is so good too because you can choose your powers. Ah, oh, I love Milky Way. Y'all are nuts. Kirby's Dream Course. That's the real Kirby. Dream Course is good. I mean, Canvas that was Curse a good is good. Canvas Curse is good. Those games are good. But Yoshi's Island yeah, is but amazing. Like, but they're like very good. You know what I mean? Like uh, I would say that but none of them any are of like the Yoshi and Kirby, Kirby games. Kirby's Hilton Tumble. Nobody's going to give Kirby. Cool a, I did really. I, okay. I didn't expect to get that response, Sam. Well, Nobody's I like gonna how give, it had the attachment that like. Yeah. It, yeah. I thought it was great. Nobody's going to give Kirby or Yoshi game like a 10 out of 10. But I think but Yoshi's Island is a 10 out of 10. Yoshi's Island is a 10 out of 10. Yeah, Yoshi's about, Island is one of the most important platformers of all time. I'm just saying down. Kirby never like, had that. Yeah, but Sam, what about Yoshi's Story? Maybe a four. All right. Yeah, crazy. Well, hey, before we went into time. We have plenty of time. We're yeah. doing audio now. Yeah, we could, it doesn't um, even matter. Talk about Breath of well, the Wild. I'll change yeah. the tape and I'm, we'll get back. I'm, uh, <laughs> in honor of the Switch's two-year anniversary, I'm uh, replaying Breath of the Wild. I've got two Divine Beasts down, and I am absolutely floored by the amount of like joy that I'm having just replaying that game. Hmm. And I played this game three times all the way through in 2017. I played it once on my own. I played it once with Brian for Link Together, and then I did the Master Quest. And I'm going back to it just like regular mode, and uh, I'm so surprised at like how differently I'm playing it. Um, you know, the routes that I'm taking, I don't know why anybody wouldn't go to the Rito Village first. Like, Rivali's Gale is by far and away the best power in the game. Um, well, the ability to... But I didn't know that the jumping time, one? So yeah. yeah, the I ability didn't... to shoot you halfway up a climb yeah. is so, really so smart. clutch. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's Especially awesome. before you have Hot all tip. your endurance to yeah. like, get higher. It's okay. so great. That's yeah. really smart. Um, uh, it's just... It's such a fantastic game. Is that on and our tips page? should be. <laughs> I was talking to uh, Alana, a friend of the show, Alana Pierce, about uh, Breath of the Wild, and she was like, yeah, I'm really afraid to go back to it because it's only been two years. I want to go back when it's been like five. And I told her, I was like, I'm like... I'm having such a good time replaying it and it's still such an amazing game. You know, like I don't feel like, Oh, I just played this or I just did these things because you can play it so wildly differently than you have previous times. You know, oh, Damon's playing through game. it again right now. Also really weird that you guys are Damon and I, it's really funny. Damon and I have, into it. have like in the last couple of years, we have found out that we're both playing the same games at the same time. I think you guys both went back to Odyssey. At we the did. Time. Yeah. We were both playing Odyssey at the same time. I think that means yeah. you guys are twins. Yeah. Separated yeah. at birth. See, I assumed it's just, I do look a lot like Damon. We are both whites with beards. Oh so. man. Same yeah. person. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, Eric Sapp is uh, one of our designers and he went back and is playing it for the first time. And yeah. Been, like he tweeting. just got a switch. Yeah, yeah. He just got a switch. So he's been tweeting about his experiences. And I think that has that's, inspired a lot of people to start it up. That's again the as reason well. why I did it because yeah. like he was posting all these like clips and, and mm-hmm. f- like, you know, he f- posted a, f- uh, a screen grab of him. Like he just stumbled into the uh, forest and found the master sword and couldn't lift it at first. And was just like, wrote this whole thing about, you know, like, Oh my God, I came into the forest and I found the sword, but I couldn't get it. How do I do it? And like, I was like, man, I got to play this game again. It's so good. <laughs> it's really good. It's so freaking good. So I'm playing not a whole lot of actual Nintendo because I'm working on the Devil May Cry guide, but I'm almost done. But in my free time, I started playing a Pokemon tabletop RPG based off of the rules from Dungeons and Dragons mm. 5th edition. Super cool. Who and made it? Just a fan? So, yeah. So, um, a fan on... I should bring <laughs> A fan up, name. Casey DeFries. A fan name. Casey DeFries. <laughs> no, I should bring up that guy's name. But um, a fan on Reddit... Um, 
posted a rule book that looks just like it's a PDF and looks like very similar to the D and D rule book, mm-hmm. um, and made Using a system. Like Pokemon key art, or did he do yeah, his own art? Pokemon key art, and he, but like he transferred, he made the stats like into D and D stats and descriptions, and like made the rules work so it would work with D and D. And we've been having a ton of fun with it, and it's a great time, and I love and cool. I love it. And if you're interested in the rule book, I posted it on Twitter a while ago, and I tweet updates about it. If you're curious, that's awesome. But yeah, I really, I like it. I'm enjoying it. So hey, uh, we do have some questions for a little not game called Question Block. I'm not going to fight you on that. I do think it's a game. <laughs> We're going to do this every every episode. This is now a tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the first question we have from, and I have no idea how to pronounce this. I'm sorry. It's a screen name on Twitter. Um, I think his like written out name was like Ari getting your own tier, which is a League of Legends character. But um, Ari WL1 Ray on Twitter says, if someone had never played a video game before but wanted to try one out, what game would you recommend they play first, Nintendo or otherwise? Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Why Pac-Man? Chimps can play it. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So Like successfully? Also, yeah. And also like two and a half year olds can play. It's like yeah. the earliest possible game people can play. Oh, man. So it's like, if you want to know, you know, if you've never seen a television screen and are amazed by that and have never seen a joystick, you might be able to sort it out still. Super Mario World. Like, I, that's... It's a perfect game. <laughs> like, why I mean, wouldn't you start at the top? That's what I was thinking, too, because Mario was the first game that I played, and I, but I also had someone sitting next to me to teach me how to play when I was, like, I don't know, two. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I feel like Sam's answer is just the objectively right answer. You shouldn't like, ever feel that way about my answer. No, but like with this one specifically, because you backed it up <laughs> with scientific studies that I'm sure. Yeah, you have that there, chimp right? science. To yeah, back that you chimp up. science yeah. that you could totally just be lying chimps about. Chimps might have played Miss Pac-Man. I'm I trust not lying you about it. No, I trust you. I trust you, Sam. You Sam would never lie about a chimp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a little bit scared of chimps. Me too. I mean, they're terrifying. They they hurt people very bad. Very strong. Mm-hmm. They're Sharp very aggressive. Teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom, they bite. How do you feel about chimps? What? Tom uh, chose XCOM. Let's move on. <laughs> Whoa. No, uh, I think Pac-Man's a good one. I think Tetris would be another good one. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Think, uh, Tetris would be good. I also think, uh, and if we want to pull a modern one here, uh, Snakebird or Snakebird Primer are mm. both like incredibly good puzzle games if you haven't played them that are very, very easy to learn and very hard to master. And- Ooh, The Witness would be a good one too. Uh, I don't think The Witness – actually, I think The Witness – does a lot with like messing with your preconceived notions of games mm. and if you didn't have those notions you'd probably like the reveal in that game wouldn't really be a big deal to you it's like it's like playing <laughs> i don't know it's like playing undertale without playing rpgs you just yeah, be like yeah, oh, I, guess I guess true. i guess like what what's the big deal yeah, here's the dog i think we that. know the three the top three games that people play that have never played games before it's solitaire minesweeper candy and bejeweled yeah. candy crush that's probably yeah. more candy accurate crush. now yeah. I was going to say, maybe for another modern game, maybe Journey. Mm. Journey would be good. It's short. It doesn't require a whole lot of skill. You're just going. It does have 3D camera control, which I still know oh. people that can't do. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Just just to do analog oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, you're right. People. Well, if you want to learn how to do analog mm-hmm. camera control, That's a good way to do it. that is a good first game for that. Mm-hmm. Hey, for the second game from uh, Don Guerrero. 55, I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Um, about Monster Hunter, because why not? Stop this. <laughs> I know you said that. I have a reason for including this. Um, do you think that we will see anything Monster Hunter related to the Switch this year? Capcom is killing it right now with RE2 and DMC5, Devil May Cry 5, and Resident Evil 2. I'm inclined to say that I believe for the 15th Monster Hunter anniversary, we get a new game. 
This week is Monster Hunter's 15th anniversary of the original one's launch. Mm -hmm. Super awesome. We're not getting a whole lot in the States about it. Really, there's just like a landing page with a really nice letter from the creators. But Japan's getting a lot of cool stuff. But um, to the question, are we going to get another Monster Hunter Switch game this year? Any thoughts? I no. thought you already. I think I thought you already had thoughts. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I rarely think about Monster Hunter. Oh, <laughs> my oh. vibe. My vibe is we might get an announcement. I was but thinking I that don't too. Think after Iceborne, game this year. I think we might get an announcement after Iceborne. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or or they could do like an E3 tease, right? Yeah. I, I don't think that we're gonna get any Monster Hunter Switch release this mm-hmm. in 2019, though. No. I don't think it's not uh, totally out of the realm of possibility that there's like there's a bunch of Monster Hunter uh, DS games and mm-hmm. uh, PS games and stuff like that that like would very easily come to switch in an uh, up-res version like ultimate uh, mm-hmm. generations ultimate yeah um i i wouldn't mind seeing that like i've spent actually quite a bit of time playing um monster hunter 4 yeah on 3ds and had a good time with that like i wouldn't mind that coming back yeah so. maybe maybe we'll get another one maybe yeah. monster hunter stories port like oh i would love a monster hunter story sequel for switch i think that'd be really cool because i thought that game i never played the fir- the original game? one uh yeah, yeah it's a it rpg a- yeah, it was yeah. A, it's a turn-based RPG with a lot of monster customization and an um, interesting story. Are, are you, do you guys think that Monster Hunter, uh, could the most recent one, can't come to Switch? World? There's no way for World to do that? They have said before that it's very unlikely because of the limitations of the Switch. Yeah. I think they could do it, but it would not be an easy task. Maybe a stream game? I was going to yeah. say, yeah. It, would not be, it wouldn't just be... Hey, here's the game. Yeah. It, like it would need to be either very reduced or streamed or Cap- something. I mean, Capcom is is sort of the uh, pioneer in that. In Japan, you know, they they were the first of the console to do like streaming RE7 to the Switch, and uh, but I can't imagine how much more horsepower you'd need to stream I, a, a massively multiplayer Evil 2 with a bunch of Resident Evil games that are coming to Switch. Yeah, so like, they want people to play that you know Resident Evil games on Switch so they brought a bunch to it maybe they'll do the same with Monster Hunter RE7 and uh, what was the other one Assassin's Creed Odyssey yeah mm-hmm. those games also are not online I feel like as soon as you start adding a that's what I'm saying game that's what I'm saying game, like the infrastructure that you'd need to, to support like you're streaming it and it needs to communicate flawlessly with people online that's just like too much juice it's you a know? lot yeah mm-hmm. and streaming is just not, not going to work out in the United States we do not have the infrastructure to have most of the country on broadband so they can do it it's really sad. Yep. Like my wife, if I'm not connect uh, wired to my Wi-Fi right now, it like cuts out a couple times a day for a few minutes, like mm. for no reason. What do you do? Oh my god! I get mad and yell about it to my <laughs> go <cat>. outside. <laughs> go outside and get some vitamin D. Right. Yeah. But hey, that's about all the time we have for NVC this week. Remember, you can catch Nintendo Voice Chat every week on Thursday at 3 p.m. wherever you're listening, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever. And remember, this is also the only place at IGN that you can. Get the thing. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.